0: please don't ask again who's up in the van they my only fan oh
1: boy oh boy man you know earlier i told you all we had a very 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 special guest in the building i'm excited for this conversation chicago malik youssef is in the building yes i is. wow wow <laughs> man 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 it is a pleasure to have you I'm gonna let these claps rank out because you deserve your flowers my brother oh uh, praise you. you deserve them uh Christy you mind handing me one of those those posters please thank you y'all you getting go. it oh there we go y'all getting it live in a raw man before we even jump into a conversation Malik the 25th of August is a special date because you're gonna be taking over City Winery and it's been decades changed since you've hit the stage so why the delay, my brother, and also how how you feeling about things?
0: Um, first of all, yeah, thank you, man. Um, coming home is always bittersweet, you know. Um, because uh there's, you know, obviously you know, a prophet has no honor in his own home. And it's my fault. I spoiled everybody here. Had birthday parties, fashion shows, everything for free, you feel me? And, you know, so I had to go elsewhere to make my fame and fortune, you know, but bringing it back home is important for me because I need to show um, the younger generation that that you can come home again you can come home and you know usually people be like oh I ain't, ain't going to see Malik I grew up with him or he dated my sister or, we was locked up together you know all those things that, that black people sometimes think is is a uh, a confirmation of your association um, so you want to avoid that you know me and Common was just talking about that you know how doing shows at home is extremely difficult because the amount of people you know and everyone feels they deserve to be on your VIP guest list, your radar, mm-hmm. yeah, and like that, or else they don't feel seen. And then um, me, I've always put forth the effort to whenever one of my friends, colleagues, or somebody who I respect is doing a show, if I'm going, I'm buying a ticket. You know, mm-hmm. I I, well, I was on tour with uh, we was on on the um, Watch the Throne tour. And Anthony Anderson was there every night and we kicked it with his kids. He even came to some of the countries we were in. And afterwards he just sent me a picture that he had purchased tickets every night. Wow.
1: That's gratitude right there. And love. And support most importantly. Yeah, that's the support. <laughs> people don't
0: get it. They're like, I'm still coming to support you. Think, you know, showing up with your physical body is important, especially in the black community, because we've not had people to put their bodies, you know, in spaces where we need them to be at. But when you come into this industry, it's just easier to circumvent Chicago and not hurt feelings. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to try to re-educate the populace. You feel me? So, but on my baby, though, I, you know, I, I do get support here. You know, yeah, you I do. do. I do get people to come out and pay money to come see see me, even though, you know, we, you know, got locked up together or whatever, you know what I'm saying?
1: Now, I mean how can people uh grab tickets? What's the what's the link? Let people know the link where they the can link, go grab these tickets.
0: It's, it's it's very simple. It's uh the City Winery, Chicago, and then they'll show show the um the roster of shows and then um I think we got tickets left. Um and then um people come in and J, j- Down. I know they'll they always traditionally be gone the week before. So if anybody really wanna come you know, and get out your house and come and have a. I mean, I'm finna lay it down though. You, you got to, man. No, I'm finna lay it down though. When I toured with Hove and every night I got a standing ovation in 2018, I toured with Hove for the 444 mm-hmm. and got a standing ovation every night doing spoken word. That's when I knew the power of it. Like, I already knew, because I've I, I been winning with spoken word, mm-hmm. but 30,000 people per night standing ovation, screaming, you know, on a Hove tour, which is the crowd that I really probably cater to the most, you know what I'm saying, like, cause my background in the streets and the whole nine. So I really understood that. And I've said, okay, when I get back on the market and you know, I'm producing and all the stuff of you know, Ye and Beyonce and all that. But when I get back on the market and do a show, I think the first one is gonna be Chicago. Mm.
1: Gratitude on that, let me make, I gotta give you a hold on man, I got to, (laughs) hallelujah. And, you know, since we're on the topic of spoken word as well, before we even tap into all things, let's let's touch on spoken word because um is that your your first like is that your first found found love? Cause you do so many things. You produce, you write, you, you do a lot, my brother. So it's would spoken word be like your your first love?
0: It was my first entree into the into the marketplace. But I think writing melody was my first love. I mean, I do it innately, you know. Plus, being a kid with learning, uh, I guess, let's call it neurodivergency and learning challenges. Mm -hmm. You know, everything I would read would turn into a song, and it would scare me at six years old. I was like, what? Why am I seeing music here? Mm -hmm. I didn't understand it. It was scary. You know what I'm saying? But it became a superpower. But also being, you know, a kid that now we know what it is, autism or whatever, I was just a weird kid you know
1: I not say weird no I, I was strange cause okay. I mean
0: and you know my mother and father were young and they didn't understand having a kid that's scared of everything and scared of flying insects and can't take certain sounds you know what I'm saying and they didn't know and they didn't have the gumption to learn you know you gotta learn your children and if you if you are you know any part scared or lazy or uh, you have any kind of trepidation about that you're gonna Pretty much break this person, mm-hmm. but all prayers do. I wasn't to be broken in that way. No sir. Me? But they they did everything to break you. You know what I'm saying? If you drop your phone, it's gonna break. You feel me? No matter
1: how much you need it or love it or whatever, so you gotta hold on to it. Now, before I actually tap into uh, some of your upbringing and as well as uh family, I want to ask you one more thing about spoken word recently um jay ivy yes you know what i'm saying he um he and, and other individuals i don't know if you were a part of it as well but i know a coalition of people but uh just want to speak on jay ivy a bit because he's also going to be the grand marshal yeah, at a dope. you know he he helped bring a new category to the grammys which is the spoken word yes. album um category you know what are your thoughts on things you know you've been run several grammys so what are your thoughts on things
0: yeah i was one of the first to spearhead that i was uh, um Grammy Governor back in 2013, where he's the seat that he's in now was my seat that I vacated. So I was working on that because spoken word has always been a, pe- people got to be clear. Spoken word has always been part of the Grammys, but it's usually spoken word category is usually won by somebody famous doing a a, a book,
1: mm-hmm, audio book. Yep.
0: You know, Barack Obama won that category. Um, you know, it's been tons of famous people that do a book. It's a it's a cheat code Grammy, and it always excluded spoken word poets, spoken word artists that do this for a living. So Javi went over there and credits to him going over there and stood in that space, you know, moved back home and went to those meetings every month. I used to fly in for those meetings. And um, I tell you that being in that space and trying to fight for that category was not easy because mm-hmm. people use it, you know, their publicists mm-hmm. use it. And um, it was something they just was able to gangsta and goon up from us. You feel me? So Javi went in there and, and corrected that course. And, of course, you know, he won the first one of it. You know what I'm saying? Which is, which is crazy, you know?
1: Look, I'm going to keep throwing these claps and applause there because it's needed. Chicago is filled with goats, and I got one in the studio with me today. Malik Youssef is here. Let's talk a little bit about Magic, man. What inspired that that, that record?
0: Um, brother named Ken Diesel. From Chicago, one of the MCs and uh also an MC but uh he uh he brought that to Yay for the first for the first album. And uh, A college dropout. College dropout. Okay. So I came and recorded it. John Legend came, recorded it, and then um we had we had to get comment on the demonstration. So we um it was crazy because Cause dropout, I was working. I didn't understand. I was a songwriter and all and producer, and I was just working with Kayne on the album, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And um he told me, like we was at the video shoot for keep them high or get em high. And he's like, Man, I gotta tell you something, Joe? I said, What's to it? He said I'm gonna make the album. I said, part in the body? He said, Yeah, we I mean, ain't gonna be got to have to do some skits or something. Anyway, uh-huh. I ain't gonna go too much into that part, and I was crushed. <laughs> but, oh. but you know I already had When You Like to Ride so he's like just still tour with me and do our song that we did on your project I was like cool so we used to do that every night mm-hmm. and then he says it's gonna be on a second project for show and then he was like yeah it ain't gonna be on a second project Blah 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 blah. I'm like Joe what's the what's the business he's like but maybe you could do something shorter I said okay cool I'll work on something and I worked on this song called uh, 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 Late Registration okay cause that was the name of the album and um it was crazy because it was super crazy because he also came to Chicago at House of Blues like man ain't gonna be on the album like I gave the beat to somebody you gonna be happy and it was Hov so he's like and Hov wants you to be on his album so I did the Black Republican song that wound up being on Nas album
1: wow. <laughs>
0: so you gotta be prepared you feel me to get this the thing man it gets switched around fast yeah yo. that's what I'm hearing you know what I'm so many
1: transitions yeah
0: no question the stationary aspect of it what you think is a for show for show might not be a for show for show you feel me so then it was like I was like well let me and then late registration didn't make it I mean late didn't make it on registration so we wound up doing crack music on there that's my that my joint right oh, there oh man thank you man y'all went crazy it's, it's a longer version that's more crazy
1: Oh, so the, the so wait the original version like three to four minutes. Yeah, you know?
0: but but my poem I had a different poem. Okay, it was crazy. Wow,
1: man, you so you you don't the long side and made some classics for some years, my brother. Um, yeah, and before I even and get in, you know, dive into like you and Kanye's relationship a little bit, <laughs> I want to speak on like how
0: did you even become musically inclined? I think I was born with it because my neurodivergency. I think I just had it, just natural. Okay, you know, just. I never tried, I never worked on it, I never dreamed to be in the industry, I just had it. So when I got in the street at like 15, you know, I was by myself a lot, because that's what that job do. Driving, cross country, you know what I'm saying, all this. And I would like, it would be bothering me to listen to music, and I couldn't understand why. Hmm. Like, I don't want to listen to music. But that's because I realized I had a soundtrack in my head the whole time. Okay, And that's what, I mean, you got to think about like, Sandcastle for Beyonce, like I wrote that whole thing by myself and produced it by myself in my brain.
1: <laughs> wow. Riding
0: down Lakeshore Drive, picking my daughter up from ballet. Mm,
1: There's something about that water too. <clears throat> yeah, no, no question. No question. You can manifest a lot. No question. You're by some water. No
0: question, because it's alive. It's been his ancient. And then also my dyslexia. I saw a sign that said. I thought it said Sandcastle, but it said Sandals mm-hmm. Resort. My brain just said, I was like, yes, because I like the the, the uh, juxtaposition between a castle and sand, right? Sand is fleeting, castle is more permanent or semi-permanent. And then I just start humming, like, and I just saw the vision in my mind. I think how I mainly write is I, I get the feeling, mm-hmm. then I see the vision of the art, and maybe the story starts to develop, and I just sing the story.
1: That's a blessing.
0: It's, it is, but it's a curse when you six years old trying to pass classes.
1: Well, I mean, what what was some of the difficulty, some of the difficulties you you've dealt with, you know, growing up as a as a kid.
0: I mean, all that, just like music playing in your head while people talking to you. People thinking you don't listen. Stop daydreaming. I'm just it's a, I'm just listening to music that sounds I've never heard before, which I think that's why my melodies be so crazy. Sometimes mm-hmm. I did a song for Thug free slime but um i did a song for thug and i was just like he's like man give me one of the melodies and i was just like young and keep your head to the sky when you find us the wind that we ride we don't know if for when we gonna die till then live life i was born as a child of the night taught my diamonds how to dance in the light ride for my slimes if they wrong or they right mm. till then stay high mm. like and very see, native
1: and you saw that in you it just it is literally on all the time and you see so pretty much you see sound
0: yeah i'm a synesthetic and the synesthesia can be in different forms but mine i really see it ain't just sound i see it's it's a, it's it's like magic. i see the vibration i see the story that the vibration is making rihanna say Malika see the ghost coming through the walls I literally can see, like, I mean, this sound weird. I could see the hunchback of Notre Dame Mm -hmm. swinging through, and it's leading me somewhere, and it's leading me to a bell sound. Ding. I hit the bell sound. I take the bell sound, and I mix it it with a whistle from uh, a rocket ship moving to destroy another planet, then I mix that with the first crash of the planet. Then I mix that with the laughter of of a of an ancient spirit that's like none that's real. And then, then I mix these things into a bowl and I come up with these melodies. That's why, you know, and and concepts. That's why I came up with. Um, I used to dream about this back in Chicago. Mercy, mercy, me to that. Mercy Alago. Yeah, that's me. First year the Ablo. How you say broken Spanish? Me no hablo. And then Kanye kind of be like, yeah, I need, that's what I need.
1: So you, you, okay, look.
0: I shouldn't be saying that part, but okay. I, I, it's out of respect. You know what I'm no, saying? No, I got you. It's I don't so many the stuff I, I, that I write, you know, because I'm a writer. And yeah. people, you yeah. don't want people going and telling, them, telling all the stuff you wrote. Beyonce didn't care about saying, she didn't care that I told people that whole thing. Mm-hmm. But it was crazy. Like that, that whole thing was, I just saw it. But I was writing it for Tiana Taylor in my, in my mind, but my spirit kept vibrating Beyonce. Mm. And I couldn't understand why. I'm like, she in a happy relationship with my big bro. Like, why would she sing this heartbreak breakup song, had no idea what was going on. But the spirit did.
1: First, I heard a story that you and Ye became close um, through Ja, in a way. He introduced you to Ye and, like, gave us to produce a beat for you and you didn't like it.
0: Uh, John, uh, John Monopoly.
1: Oh, John Monopoly. Got you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, now that's, I don't know why I heard y'all, but um, yeah, he produced a record for you. You didn't really care for the record, uh, but he like swore up and down. If you gave him a chance in the morning, if you paid him money up front in the morning, <laughs> he would have a record for you that uh you would enjoy. And it, it obviously, do you feel like that $500 investment, uh, was that a good investment for you?
0: That was a great investment, but it led to another investment in him for 500000 mm. So he got signed and all that, but... You know, when you when you from you know you from from place where you ain't really got no scratch, you spend money fast because you're 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 in deficit and you're making up for stuff and it's like really a trauma response. Mm-hmm. You're spending money fast is a trauma response to a bunch of different things, primarily poverty or lack. And so with that, it was like to me, I felt like there's no way that he ran through all that money. He, he got two advances, but um. I didn't understand the system then. He was like, yo, I ran through that. I said, how much do you need? He said, 500 I was like, okay. Later on, he told me, he said, I really just need like 150 He said, but I wanted to put it. I said, well, I don't negotiate. I'm yeah. from a place. You go to Mexico and holler at them people about what you need. You're not negotiating. Because as soon as you negotiate, the father and son team from Germany is getting your product. So, ain't no negotiation. They tell you what the price is, and you meet the price, and that's it. So, I don't negotiate. I don't have no negotiation skills. I never developed them. I don't need them. I tell people what I want, what I'm willing to give, and that's it. And that's the that's the deal. Negotiating ain't, ain't part of it. So, I flew out to LA and it really changed my life. Because who would have known two years after that, or three years, but like two years after that, I had to leave the street
1: mm-hmm. for good? That's a blessing, though. No question. Because street life, I was doing some research and found out you got arrested, not more so. Went to jail, but arrested over 80 sometimes. times?
0: Yeah. What? Yeah, but good lawyers, though, too. Man. But still, it ain't no fun. You know, court fees cost, bullets hurt, jail time is a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? So you got to have a system. I built the system. That's why I was able to build what we now call the Donda exercise for Kanye. I ri- witnessed and realized, like, why don't these rappers put out album after album? Well, once you become famous, that's your job. Fame is a job. I think Kanye gonna be famous. Let me build a, a, a conveyor belt for him to put music out. So that's what that's what we do,
1: you know. So you say you you went to Cali, it changed your life because I was able
0: to sit around Kanye and learn production and the process of the industry. And I was like, oh, okay, this makes sense. I see. Oh, they working like that. Oh, you know. It's a story I won't tell but um it's a lot of it's a lot of things man where it's like you think people click in, in this game and they not mm. people ain't people ain't messing with you they they rather see you fail stuff like that but for the most part though me being around him understanding music is was is what changed it and made me have something that I could make a uh uh egress from what I was doing to what I do now
1: mm. I want to go back real quick because we never spoke on what that 500000 investment was. Well,
0: that was everything. It was the hotels. I mean, he was out of money and we were still in the, like, m- not even the middle of the album yet.
1: Wow. And this <clears throat> is, this is college, this is a college dropout. College dropout. Man. So it
0: was hotels and, you know, food and, I mean, you know, this this man was having $3,000 room service bills so that, even that $500 wasn't going to last long.
1: What's coming to my mind is you have to really believe in a person to invest in a person. So, you know, knowing that, what is it in Kanye that made you say, oh, I believe in this brother here? His mama. What do you remember most about Donda?
0: It's hard to talk about for me, you know what I'm saying? Don't
1: get through it. That
0: she loved her son and I didn't have, I never had that. So my mother hunger. Is what attracted me to Donda and to have a relationship with her. She made it clear that I would have to help son in every way possible. So I was like, "Cool, was, as long as I could have you as a mother too." You know what I'm saying? And it was, it's still rough for me. You know, yeah, it's still I, rough.
1: Uh, uh, take your time, my brother. I don't, I don't want to, you know, uh, rush you into your thought process. So uh, let's actually gather ourselves because that, that, that just got me emotional too. Because. I felt like a lot of things changed after, you know, Donda's passing. Um, yeah, man. yeah. So, uh, you know, we're we going to jump into a, a quick break. He got it on remote control.